0: The time is 9 o'clock, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9
1: FM. Hello, and welcome to Tantrum Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Friday, September 15th. On today's show... I I'd still get emotional looking at <laughs> looking at the photos
2: of them together because um, some of them are really spectacular.
1: That's author Dusty Green, who is coming to Sackville for Pride Week next week to talk about the book Lennon Cub, A Queer History, which features archival photos showing a relationship between two rural New Brunswick men in the early 1900s. We'll hear more from Green and co-author Meredith Batt coming up shortly. But first, some news and information briefs. More changes to fall fair programming are under consideration in response to a rally announced for the same date and location on September September 23rd at Bill Johnstone Memorial Park. Active Living Director Matt Pride says plans will be finalized next week. The park is scheduled for a family day at the park featuring musical performances in the bandstand throughout the day as well as some kids activities on neighboring Lansdowne Field. A group called Worldwide Demonstrations has posted dozens of graphics announcing a September 23rd rally at various locations around the world, including Sackville. The group's website says it formed in response to the restrictions imposed by states during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. The group promotes worldwide freedom rallies every two months. It's not clear who the local organizer is, or if they have intentionally chosen the location of the fall fair, or if they were unaware of the town's event altogether. The announcement for the Sackville rally at Bill Johnstone Park has been reposted by someone affiliated with Hold the Line NB and also in a private group called NSNB Border Towns Rising Up Against Tyranny, which is currently hosting a semi-permanent protest against the carbon tax at the Nova Scotia border. The town of Tanchamar is asking people to prepare for Hurricane Lee by stowing away items on properties and creating a 72-hour emergency kit. Corporate Services Director Kieran Miller says town staff are monitoring conditions and are well prepared for the weekend. It's not clear how much rain or wind the storm will bring, but the timing of its predicted arrival seems to coincide with high tides, meaning risk of inland flooding is increased. According to tidetime.org, the tide at Hopewell Cape Cape across from Dorchester will be at its high point at 1.43 p.m. Saturday afternoon, then again overnight at 2 a.m. Sunday and 2.18 p.m. Sunday afternoon. Miller says a fire apparatus will be put across the tracks at Route 935 as a precautionary measure in the event it is needed for emergency response, and the Civic Centre would be opened as a reception centre if conditions require, such as in the case of a prolonged power outage. Miller says the town will post updated updated information at sackville.com and dorchester.ca, as well as social media channels over the weekend. The town has also tested its new Voyant Alert emergency system in advance of the storm. Currently, there are just under 2,200 people registered for the emergency alert system, which uses email, text, or phone calls to distribute emergency messaging. Now for today's feature story. Sackville's Pride Week kicked off on Thursday with a flag raising at the Mount Allison Chapel, and will continue throughout next week with events like Queer Prom and a Queer Art Showcase at Struts Gallery. A parade and flag-raising originally scheduled for Saturday has been postponed due to threat of weather impacts from Hurricane Lee. Last year, another hurricane, Fiona, arrived during Pride Week, forcing the cancellation of one event that will now happen this year, the belated SACFA launch of Lennon Cub A Queer History by Meredith J. Batt and Dusty Green. Before their planned event in 2022, Bat and Green spoke with CHMA about their remarkable book based on the lives of Leonard Len Keith and Joseph Cub Coates, who, two men who grew up in the rural New Brunswick village of Havelock in the early 20th century. Thanks to a local history buff and collector, a collection of photos by Len found their way to the New Brunswick archives where Dusty Green eventually found them. The images show life in Havelock in the region in the early 1900s and also document the relationship between Len and Cub, by all appearances, a happy but covert romantic bond that lasted roughly 15 years. Bat and Green think their story may be one of the oldest photographic records of a same-sex couple in the Maritimes. Here's Dusty Green speaking with CHMA in September 2022.
2: I have worked in sort of the culture and heritage sector in New Brunswick for a little while before this, and... Never really had I seen anything like this. Like uh, there there weren't a lot of references to queer people um, in any of my previous work. So when I found this, there are photographic records. Some of them are glass negatives, like incredibly fragile images. (laughs) Uh, And then the, the breadth of them is really amazing because there are so many photos of them together. Um, and it's, you know, once you realize that the, the lion's share of the Keith family photos were taken by Len, and then a significant portion of those include photos of a cub or Len and cub together, it was really, really remarkable, just because I had never seen anything like it before. And um, so to see a same-sex couple living in rural New Brunswick, some hundred years ago it really uh, really shook my understanding of New Brunswick's history and queer people's place in our history. Um, yeah it was a really amazing experience I, I'd still get emotional looking at <laughs> looking at the photos of them together because
1: um, some of them are really, spectacular. The impact of the discovery of the photos and the piecing together of Lennon Cub's story was also significant for archivist and author Meredith Batt.
0: And coming out as as queer uh, you know later when I lived in in Moncton and I was going to university there I often felt very out of place like I didn't quite fit in and I wasn't really sure um, what the history the queer history of the province had been Um, and that you know it wasn't just unique to me <laughs> that other people have gone through similar things um, and so there was this absence of being able to relate to um, a queer past I guess you could could say so um, when I when I was at University of Moncton University of Moncton I was able to to do a little bit of work on Molly houses in, in London and um, and that was, uh, you know, kind of eye-opening. Um, and so when I heard about um, the Queer Heritage Initiative of New Brunswick that Dusty had started, and um, that was in its, you know, early early stages, um, I was very keen to, to meet with him. And um, since, you know, working with Dusty, it's been really fantastic fantastic Um, a lot of really good work has been done Um, there's been a number of different um, donations and accessions of material um, and they're now housed um, with our partnering institution where I work at the provincial archives Um, and uh, because you know I have a a history background researching the the boys and their their life um, has been a fascinating experience and really has helped me to put myself in the shoes of the researcher and that really helps inform my my work as an archivist.
1: Bat and Green needed their research skills to put together the story of Len and Cub for their remarkable book published by Goose Lane. Len was a prolific amateur photographer documenting life at his garage and pool hall in Havelock on hunting and road trips around the region
2: so we spent a lot of time looking at the photos and then looking at the photos again and sometimes under a microscope or magnifying glass looking for teeny tiny clues that might tell us little bits about their lives um but some of the some of our research took us to um, military records and strangely enough military records sometimes make notes on people's character um so so that's really interesting we got to learn that um Cub was a very friendly and helpful person well suited for public service um his second world war records note that um he'd make an excellent liquor store clerk and <laughs> really, given given some of the photos, um, that's it's pretty hilarious because <laughs> their their story intersects with um, prohibition in Canada, and so um, but certainly we have lots of photos of them drinking alcohol together. <laughs> uh, and then Len, one of the things that I like about Len is that it's really evident just from the photos alone that he was a friendly and positive person. He's almost always smiling in the photos, where his is a bit more reserved and sometimes a little grumpy looking. Um, but Len, he's always happy. And he traveled all over the place and always seemed to find friends no matter where he went. Um, almost exclusively other men, but uh, I mean, that makes sense. But um, yeah, he, he, uh, he seemed like a very personable, friendly John
0: <laughs> <laughs> the thing that was really amazing for me um and I I get what Dusty was saying about the archival records because we really had to like build a web out from the photos by you know pouring over and looking in multiple places whether it was car records or newspapers or um you know military history records and that is a A really interesting aspect to their whole story so dusty talked i think about the the um the rarity of the photos and about how like you know there's only like this is the only photo collection that we have so far in atlantic canada of these of their relationship that document their relationship i'm sure there's others out there i think in time we're going to find a lot, and for that time period, I should specify. I've seen, we've seen lots of photos later on, um, but uh, for that particular time period, it's very unique. But the other thing that adds the to its uniqueness is during the First World War, both of them are veterans of the First World War. Uh, Len was conscripted, and uh, Cub actually ended up following him a few weeks after uh, Len was conscripted and so they both ended up uh, serving in the engineering corps in the first world war and um, Len was able to bring his camera with him and photograph some of the training. Um, so we have those records which are extremely rare, um, especially because due to um, you know fear of espionage um, military authorities were really worried about cameras being used by soldiers, um, but they were able to use them during, you know, to, to, to capture moments of their training. Um, and so that was really interesting. So we see them, you know, at um, baseball games um, and, uh, you know, uh, watching horses, uh, you know, ca- kind of captures some of the, the lighter moments of, their, uh, of their, new, their new life as soldiers.
1: That's Meredith Batt speaking with CHMA in 2022 about the remarkable book, Lennon Cub, A Queer History. Batt and her co-author Dusty Green will be in Sackville on September 22nd for an author event at the Sackville United Church. Green says the interest in Lennon Cub has been notable, with people from across the country and the world reaching out to the authors.
2: The interest level has kind of blown me away just because it is... You know, it's a niche piece of history from rural New Brunswick. Um, but I think that uh, the level of research that Meredith um, brought on board and our, our collaboration together in writing it, uh, we tried our best to, to paint a good picture of what life was like at the time and contextualizing their relationship and how it would have happened. We put a lot of work into it to try and make it as accessible as possible. And it it seems like that work is paying off because people seem to enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> so and- I, I couldn't be happier with how things have turned out.
1: Dusty Green and Meredith Batt will be at the Sackville United Church next Friday, September 22nd, to talk about their book, Lennon Cub, A Queer History. That's it for Tanchamar Report for Friday, September 15th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the Local Journalism Initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. 6.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. The voice of the Martians.
3: Thanks, Kylie. And that's a good reminder that I should tell you that uh, Kylie started a new show tomorrow, Saturdays. And uh, I believe it's at three, but it could be four. But tune in at three. And uh, if it's not there, then it'll be at four. But um, yeah, sorry about that. And there also is, I don't know if you've heard, but there's a, a hurricane coming tomorrow so uh, i'm not exactly sure if kylie will be able to get in tomorrow and kylie if you're listening um if the conditions are not good obviously stay home um because radio is important but uh, not more important than your safety that is for sure and that goes for everybody uh i just had to uh, rock paper scissors with craig to see who could do the weather and i lost sorely and uh, Anvir gave up the goat on the weather, didn't get it in, so here I am, and uh, you're wondering, what's the big hubbub about the weather? Well, typically the weather's about a 30-second spot, but when the, with a with big hurricane impending coming up, there's uh, quite a bit to distill down, and uh, so, you know, some people get quite excited about that, and some people, like myself, feel kind of intimidated. But I'm going to give you the quick, the lowdown. Um, on the immediate weather and then uh, just a quick little update on Hurricane Lee because uh, you've probably heard quite a bit about it but there may be some of you that are just hearing about it for the first time so let's get this uh, party started it is uh, currently currently, warm enough for them to take down the goalposts on the football field it's 14 degrees out which seems like seems like it's warmer than 14 degrees but that's what they call for So we'll take it for it, what they say. Uh, It's a mix of sun and cloud today, becoming cloudy this afternoon. High of 20 today with UV index at 6. Tonight, cloudy with rain beginning near midnight, about uh, 5 to 10 millimeters tonight of rain. Wind becoming northeast 30 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40 overnight with a low of 15. Saturday, September 16th, rain at times heavy. Risk of a thundershower in the morning and early in the afternoon, about uh, 20 to 30 millimeters of rain they're calling for. Uh, Wind, northeast, 30 kilometers an hour, gusting to 50, becoming east 50, gusting to 70 in the morning with a high of 20. Humidex will be at 27. And for Saturday night, rainy with uh, wind and a low of 15. And on Sunday, rainy, windy, high of 17. Sunday night, clearing, low of 13. And for Monday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 22. Looking into next week, looks like there's periods of rain. Uh, Monday night going into Tuesday, into uh, Tuesday night, into Wednesday and clearing uh, by Wednesday night as they're in partic- anticipating so far. So yes, there are two weather alerts for the uh, for tomorrow. There's uh, two weather fronts coming in, double amounts of rain. So even though we just called out for tomorrow to have a bit of rain, they do say that uh, there could be flooding at times up to 100 millimeters of rain. And the uh, wind speeds can get up to... I believe I also read somewhere... Just give me a sec. There is so much information. It's kind of wild. Um and we're just trying to get it all. Yes, gusts of up to hundred kilometers an hour uh over exposed areas. Um so that is uh in along the Fundy Bay area. We are directly in in uh the middle of all of that. So um this uh tropical cyclone information, the uh I guess the important part was that heaviest rainfall threat has shifted eastward a bit and now runs through central New Brunswick, and northward to the Gas Region and Quebec Lower North Shore out of Blanc-Sablon, and the risk of heavy rains is decreased but still exists for the Rimouski and the Témiscouata area rainfall totals in excess of 100 millimeters are possible and special especially in areas to the left of the tract note that western nova scotia and the annapolis valley flooding risk has increased there will be heavy amounts in the vicinity of the tract itself with indications of possibly 75 millimeters directly from lee 75 millimeters of rain this combined with the rain that fell there thursday increases the vulnerability to further flooding in that area And, of course, there is a risk of surge and waves. So, um, as I mentioned, uh, just a little bit before I jumped out, Voilent Alert is a great... uh, It's great. (laughs) It's a very very important emergency alert system in place to keep you informed on the immediate concerns if there are any emergencies. And CFTA and CHMA both are mandated to have that system in their audio chain, and uh, so are the cell phone companies, and we've seen it happen before. So... um, Hopefully you can stay informed, but uh, if you do feel that you need the extra just to be sure, or maybe you just moved here from somewhere else, you can go to ca.voyent-alert.com. You can also just easily uh, Google Voyant, V-O-Y-E-N-T, alert, A-L-E-R-T, and uh, sign up for and it's specific to your location where you are, um, not the phone number that you're uh, typing into. So... Check that out. And of course, the 72-hour kit is what everyone's talking about. Have that ready. Uh, Brian's always encouraging people to have their gutters cleaned. He's, uh, you know, keep that uh, rain diverted away from your house and stay safe. I've got Craig Muvasa coming up in just 30 seconds with a hot poppin' morning show for you. He came in, he was so excited. He was like, James, could you do the weather because I'm too stoked right now and it might just bring me down a bit. The energy levels are raging in here. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be wild. And uh, of course, stick around for more amazing programming throughout your CHMA Friday. Awesome. And to uh, introduce you into Craig, I'm going to play Mayflower. Whoa, no, I'm not. I'm going to play, yes, I will. Okay, Mayflower, here we go on chma
4: you'll never go back plus i waited all night for you can't you see all of the efforts i'm Can't feel it. There's something in my back to mind. But is it love? No. Is it?
5: change so sensitive that was not the plan you'll be the reason we end i don't mind go ahead and leave it the colors turning bright I don't every morning till the night will fall in a thousand points of light that show my way when the leaves just for a glance arise, cut by wind and start to dance for my eyes and the wave that seems to know the place she's meant to go day by day birds up in the sky that call my name Easy it you? Is it you? Way up in her eyes I've seen a flame Is it you? Is it you? Sometimes I'm holding it up Sometimes I'm giving it up Sometimes I'm taking it up Feel like I'm breaking up Everything I've always seemed to try And I raise my head into the sky Sometimes I'm holding it up Sometimes I'm giving it up Sometimes I'm taking it up Until I'm waking up To melodies so warm inside my head Carried by the wind beside my bed Birds up in the sky that call my name Wanna help me smile and breathe again Raise my head up high When I'm on my knees and lost Or cold When the curtain seems to fall Do you hear me when I call in Some way When the leaves Just for a glance Her eyes cut my wind And start to dance For my eyes and the wave that seems To know the place she's meant to go Day by day Birds up the sky that told my name is it you yeah is it you way up in her eyes i've seen her
3: Good morning, this is James, and you're listening to The Morning Show on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick.
6: Good morning, good morning, and yes, you're listening to The Morning Show right here on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. We are... Enjoying this lovely, lovely morning. This lovely morning, it, uh, the sun is out. The it is, it is clear skies. It's it's good. It is good. But we know uh, that tomorrow um, it's going to be heavy rains and all that. But we are enjoying the moment. We should enjoy this moment. Enjoy this moment. Enjoy this morning. And it is lovely. It is a lovely morning. And and today is a Friday. Today is a Friday. So you should on this show if you are new uh we do a rendition of african friday so african friday i play all the hits all hot hot hits from africa on this uh, day so every friday every friday from 9 to 10 i play this hits so i am think i'm gonna start us off i'm gonna start us off with you know some some good some good some good songs so this is essence by Thames and whisked so essence is coming up next here on station 106.9fm in Sackville, New Brunswick I
5: I'm